If you've never been to High Point Market, you don't know what you're missing. That's why this week we're talking to Don Brinson, president of the Media Matters and an expert on everything High Point. This annual industry event is a great place for designers to speak face-to-face with manufacturers, product developers, associations, and other designers. If you're planning on attending High Point Market October 22nd through the 26th, you'll want to pay extra close attention to this episode. Well, Don, thank you so much for joining us today. It was I've been looking forward to this all week. It's been a busy week, and I saw that you were on my calendar for first thing this morning, and I just uh, am so excited to see you here today. Thank you, Erin. It's always a pleasure to be with you. I, I'm really looking forward to this. Well, I just can't wait to share the, my world with... Um, you with my world. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, You know, we have uh, developed such a a beautiful friendship, but also a great professional working uh, friendship as well. And I'd love to just um, tell the world about you a little bit. And why don't you just tell us a little bit about um, what you do and what you do for the interior design industry? Sure. Um, I have been in the home furnishings industry for a lot of years, and um, about 20 years ago, I went with a company, very young entrepreneurial company known as The Media Matters, and have grown with it through the years, and our responsibility to our clients is to really help them understand how to market themselves, how to communicate their brands and their values, and then how to make great connections in the world in order to allow them to expand and grow. Um, We do that with manufacturers, with interior designers, product designers, associations, anything in the home furnishings realm. Well, I know that Gail and I, gosh, how long has it been that we've been working with the Media Matters? Specifically, you have been our li- liaison over at the Media Matters. Yeah, it's it's been at least eight years. So, My goodness. Yeah, we, we've practically grown up together. I know. Well, you know, I base everything off of when my my son was born. So my son was one when we started working together. I'm I'm always basing like, when was the last interior design summit based on when he was born? It seems to be the clock that I have in my mind. <laughs> um, but, you know, we I remember our first meeting um, with you and Kathy, and I was so new to the world of what we were what we were doing. And, you know, Gail is so savvy and always kind of knows the next step of where we need help um, with our business or the next thing that we need to be working on. And I remember sitting at that big table. Do you remember that? And, and you were both there. And I was so excited to have you there, but I had no idea what I was going to learn from working with you. And um, I know one of the things that I've referenced in the past that you've maybe kind of corrected me on a little bit is um, like PR versus like marketing strategy. And so... I think there for a while I was like, oh, that is that's our PR person. And then you're like, actually, it's like I you what you've developed for us is more of a marketing strategy situation. So you're more of our marketing strategist. Would you agree with that? Yeah, you know, our company has both of those. Um, and so, you know, for you and and for Gail Doby Coaching and Consulting, it was really apparent that. Um, marketing strategy was the thing that was going to work for you, a big holistic look at the company and how you're serving your clients and all of those things. PR is a um, a tool 
under that. Um, and so we we really felt like we needed to pull back and look at a much broader scope um, for you. And I think that it has worked out really well. It's worked out great. And, you know, what I love is we just continue to, you know, as we pivot and there's new opportunities in front of us, you certainly have helped us connect with businesses and people and designers that we would have never had reached through. And you also shared with us how to do high point market, which I really want to make sure that we talk about that today. But before we do, congratulations on becoming the president of the Media Matters. That's a recent announcement. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you, Erin. It it feels really good. You know, I have had a wonderful mentor and advocate through the years, um, and she helped me really prepare for this moment. And so I, I just feel like it's taking all of those great values and things that we've already established and just running with them and see where we can go. And all of your gifts, right? All of your gifts and connections and things that you've gotten to learn over the last 20 years um, in business. So um, okay, well, let's talk a little bit about High Point Market, because this is a thing that I'm always, now that I've been going to market for at least eight years, because I know that that's um, how long we've been working together, it's probably been a little bit longer than that, maybe 10 years. I remember there was a day when I was like, I have no idea why you want to go there, gal. Like, what? what we, we're going to have to travel and we're going to have to do these things. And like, what is this about? Until I went and I was like, I had no idea how amazing this was. And I have no idea how to do this. And, you know, I'm so intrigued when designers come through our VIP experiences. And this isn't a judgment by any means that so many of them have not actually been to High Point Market. And that is such an incredible resource for us, let alone interior designers and and manufacturers. So, you know, you have definitely helped us kind of figure out um, how to go about it. And I remember you sending over your first spreadsheet. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be a busy week. We're going to be a little busy this week. <laughs> yeah, you know, High Point Market is different from virtually any other market out there. And certainly uh, a totally different animal from working a design center. So, you know, you do have to do a little preparation for it. You can come the first time and walk around and just become immersed in it and learn what it's all about. Um, but as you become a little more savvy, it's incumbent upon you to kind of figure out what the real goals are for you. And, you know, I, I have had designers say to me, I mean, you know, there, there is every reason not to come. There's, right. you know, it may be you know, is it really designer friendly? And we could have a whole conversation about the history <laughs> oh, yes, of could. that and where that is, where, you know, the, the 180 degree shift of that. Um, you know, it's too expensive. Uh, you know, why should I come to a small town like High Point when I can shop, you know, the New York Design Center or I can go to LA or I can, you know, whatever those, you know, things are, or I don't have the time to do it, or it's too scary. You know, I have heard all of those things. And the real core of the response, I think, is if you're not willing to invest in yourself, who do you think's going to invest that money in you? You know, right. can you really depend on anybody else to do that? And that's what the high point market is all about. It's about investing in yourself and investing in your business and investing in growing all of that. 
whether or not you want new vendors or you want to really solidify the relationship you have with vendors or you want the most robust educational opportunities that you can get at anywhere that I have ever seen. And I go to virtually every market. Cue LW and Aaron Weir right there. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, You know, or you want to connect with your peers and colleagues and learn from them. Mm -hmm. All of that is available to you at High Point Market in a way that just isn't quite the same anywhere else. It's almost like, for me, it's almost like old home week or like homecoming, right? Because when we go, yes, we have a busy schedule and there's speaking and there's events and there's dinners and there's this and there's that, but it's, we're getting to see our community and we're getting to get reconnected with our community, see the designers that are in our communities, um, get to see some of our, uh, partners that we work with throughout the year. And there's just so much goodness that comes from it as far as the reconnection. And, you know, it's, it's been an interesting couple of years with going through COVID and all of that. And, you know, either people not being able to travel or being worried about travel and, you know, high point is just it's so robust now. And, um, you know, obviously taking in considerations of everyone's health and safety over the last couple of markets, they've done such a good job with that. So, but I, I think that it's kind of like a homecoming. And when I talk to people that aren't in our industry and they're like, where are you going again? Like, where are you going to now? And I'm like, oh, well, I go to High Point, North Carolina twice a year. Well, why do you go there? And I'm like, oh, it's the furniture market. And they have They like act like they know what I'm talking about, that they have no idea. And so one of the things I say that kind of just hopefully I'm not misinterpreting it for anyone, but, you know, you take an an everyday person that's never been there and is not in our industry. And I go, it's kind of like New York Fashion Week only for interior design. You're seeing all all of your people. You're seeing all of the the newest um, trends and colors and lines from different vendors you're getting reconnected, you're getting inspired. And, you know, immediately what plays through their mind, I'm hoping is, you know, the runway and the lights and the people and the smiles and the energy. And, and they go, oh, that's really cool. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got I gotta do that twice a year. You should go too. <laughs> Absolutely. And, it, and it's true because even down to the way the showrooms are set up, the visual merchandising that's done and the the expense and the time that um, manufacturers go through to really set these spaces up in ways that are inspiring, in ways that help um, both retailers and designers understand what these spaces can look like and can be like. Mm-hmm. You just don't know until you go is is kind of the, the right. mantra that I have always had. And so, you know, it's it is a unique animal. It is friendly beyond words. Um, yes, it is humongous and you do have to do a lot of walking. So, you know, wear comfortable shoes, but plan it out. Enjoy it. It's, a you know, April and October are beautiful times of year um, to be in North Carolina. And it is like in some ways sort of an old home week or a homecoming because you you really get to entrench yourself with people that of similar ilk. You know, we're all here because we have a passion for the home. We have a passion for home furnishings. And so it's, it's like this 
just sort of humongous love fest of home and furnishings and design. But then you also get to meet a ton of new people. It is the place to come. If you want to build connections, if you want to build additional resources, if you want to have those go-to people, this is the place to go and meet those people. You just have to hook up with somebody who knows some of them. And, you know, that's one of the things that you and I seem to really both enjoy doing is connecting people to other people. Absolutely. And there's moments even um, in Charleston this last week when we were at a boardroom retreat, I go, oh my gosh, I need to introduce the two of you to these two when we're at market. And then I realized like that might actually not happen because of how busy everybody is, but I'm going to put on my list. I'm going to try to make it happen. So let's... um. You know, as far as for somebody that has never been to market, because I want to talk to, obviously, we have listeners that have never been to market. We have listeners that are have been to market more than I have, probably not more than you have. How many markets have you done? Um, it is over 42 consecutive markets. But who's counting, right? That's right. We're not going to talk about the others. <laughs> and okay, I'm headed to New York this next week. And Gil always is sharing with me as we walk the streets of New York together to go to get to meeting. She's like, New York back in the day, people were just dressed to the nines walking around the city. Right. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I would I wish I could have gotten to see that. And she'll make a comment. Like everyone's just so much more relaxed now. So going back to market in these 42 markets, did you guys used to wear heels around market? Like back in the day? Oh, Aaron. Oh, my <laughs> mistake, even talking about it. Yes. When I first started in the industry, men wore full on, full on suits, totally dressed up like church or going to a wedding. Right. Kind of outfits. Women wore skirts and dresses, hose and heels every single day. And you do that tipping around in, you know, on the streets and then on concrete, you know, because virtually every one of these showrooms has some sort of concrete underlayment, even if they have carpet on them. And at the ends of the day, I would literally be like on my tippy toes trying to get to a place where I could soak my feet, you know, and then you had to carry extra hose in case you ran your hose and you know, I am so happy nowadays we don't have to do those things. My goodness. Well, I mean, now, you know, you see Nikes with custom-made Italian suits and, yeah. you know, tennies with long dresses. And I, you know, comfort is is king for sure when you go there. So absolutely. Uh, you, you can really focus on doing what you want to do when your feet are comfortable and you don't have pantyhose biting you in a place that they shouldn't. <laughs> Exactly. Pantyhose. Oh my gosh. Uh, Okay. So for those people that are new that are trying to make the decision to come to market, um, what are some of the things that they should plan for? Um, I know that when we go, when we have designers that are coming through VIP experiences and we talk about market, um, because we always have either speaking events and community events and something for them to come to, to meet the other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Or not the other people, but to meet the people and to get started, right? Because you do, you kind of need a buddy to kind of walk you through your first market. Um, I always mention to them uh, that, you know, when it's October market, you should be planning for April market. When it's April market, you should be planning for October market, especially when it comes to a place to stay. Sure. And, you know, 
There are hotels to be had. You can go to um, the High Point Market website, which is highpointmarket.org. There are services that will help you find a hotel. There are services that will help you with your um, airline or your ground transportation. They have concierge services for new um, attendees that will talk to you one-on-one about how to arrange your trip to High Point Market. And so you should really avail yourself of that. Also, there are a ton of like Airbnbs and VRBOs if you would prefer to do that kind of thing. That's that's kind of a really cool option, especially yeah. if you're coming with somebody. You know, you might just want to pile into something like that and take advantage of it. There are Ubers and Lyfts and taxis around town. You don't have to worry too much about that, but you can also have a rental car if you want. And there's parking all around downtown. Yes, it does cost a little bit to park, but you know, you just you just decide what you want. But there are free shuttles also all the way through the city. If you're staying in a hotel, there's a great likelihood that there is a free shuttle bus that will bring you right downtown um, to the center of the market, which is called the transportation terminal. There are downtown free shuttles that you just hop on and hop off throughout the day and they run continuously. There are what are called go anywhere shuttles. So if you need to go a little further afield, you know, within a three mile radius of the downtown, you can just flag one of those shuttles down and tell them where you want to go and they'll take you right there. By the way, pro tip, there is also a phone number that you can call and the shuttle will come directly to Ooh, you. Pro tip, I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so um, yeah, there are definitely a lot of different modes of transportation at your fingertips. Yeah. And, you know, this high point is such an incredible town. Uh, I really city. I didn't mean to call it a town, a city. And, um, you know, there's so much life to be had there, even outside of market times. Um, I know High Point Discovered is a great resource for people to take a look at, whether you're in High Point during market time or not. Um, As far as, you know, if you want to go to yoga um, for a meeting, that's how you want to meet up with one of your girlfriends, or you want to know what the best steakhouse is in town, or you're looking for a photographer, I mean, best barbecue, like whatever it is that you're looking for. You're just looking for a cute little coffee shop to maybe get away from all the people for a little bit to have a quiet conversation. Um, I know High Point Discovered has done an amazing job of really sharing the beauty of the artisans and the people that are in your city. So that's one to definitely check out. Yeah. And And they've done one other little thing, which I think is terrific, is because High Point Discovered, which is High Point Discovered, is a magazine, an online magazine, a print magazine, and also a a blog and a social media site, which was started by designers. And so they even have, you know, what you should pack to take with you, you know, what should be in your market bag and all of those sorts of things. So that's a lot of fun. And then the nice thing is people around town are very willing to tell you, you know, if you need a dry cleaners, where to go, or, you know, you, you want to do those things. So, you know, just avail yourself of that. And then business of home always puts out a preview to market. The high point market authority has a preview guide to market. So there's just a ton of resources to be able to help you decide how to navigate through the market. You know, and we were talking a little bit about education. 
Again, the High Point Market Authority's website has a, a whole section dedicated to events. And you can see what the social events are, what the in-showroom events are, what the educational events are, and just start making yourself a calendar. And you're going you're gonna to fill the calendar with more than you can possibly do. That's <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, then you'll decide when you get here exactly what you want to do. Well, I think that education is one of the the things that doesn't immediately come to mind when people think about market or even planning their trip to market. They don't realize that they're I mean, some of the top industry experts are there. And I'm not just saying that because Gail and I are going to be there, but like truly um, the topics are really interesting. Um, there's always great conversation, great Q&A sessions that come off of those. And whether it's speakers or panels that are in showrooms or you're, you know, at the High Point Theater or, um, you know, you're at the point, the point is something we should probably tell them a little bit about because I think that that's a little elusive until you actually get there and realize what it is. Um, but, you know, the education piece, I think, is just just the icing on top, like the cherry on top that people don't realize that they'll they'll be able to get connected with some really great industry experts and also um, meet some people at these um, education events. And on top of that, many of them are CEU accredited. So if you're looking for sort of being able to double dip to right. learn, be at market to get your CEU credits, you can do all of that at mm -hmm. one time. Um, and you were talking about the point. The point yes. is... Um, the only movable building I have ever seen at, at a market <laughs> literally is a building that is crane lifted and put down in the middle of a street in High Point. Um, it, it looks like a big white building that is on Commerce Avenue um, between Main and Wren, and it is sort of the headquarters of events related to High Point Market Authority, which is the nonprofit entity that actually manages the market. Um, and so there you can go there and just relax and chill out. If you need to charge up, you can do that. You can meet friends there. You can have lunch there. But during the mornings and the afternoons, they do educational programming there. Everything from, okay, maybe you want to be a stager. How, how do you get into home staging? There might be a thing on that. There might be something that, you know, Monogram or Wolf um, is doing or, you know, the latest thing that's going on with Google and AR, or maybe it's, you know, something like, you know, how do you charge your fees? But there is such a wide variety of things. And then every night they have some sort of social mixer there from five to seven. All the social mixers are open and free to go to. So you can avail yourselves of all of that at the point. It, it is a great time. And um, I guess going back to the schedule, kind of putting the calendar together um, and that suggestion, I think that's a great idea. So, you know, typically what we do is we, Don and I are working together on speaking engagements for Gail and I um, well in advance so that we can get into all these different preview guides and be in the right spot so that you know that we're coming. And then, you know, kind of the next step is um, we usually put together a community event for the Gail W. Coaching and Consulting community, which I just realized as of tomorrow, we're Pearl Collective. So when you're listening to this, um, the Pearl Collective community, that's just something new that I'm going to have to work on um, reminding myself of, which is exciting. 
And, uh, you know, we look at our community events and then we start looking at um, where are the designers in our community speaking because we want to make sure that we're there and that we can cheer them on or we can help them in any way that we can and support them. Uh, we start looking at like strategic meetings that we need to have with either partners or new, like maybe Don is creating a few opportunities for us to meet with a new potential partner. Um, she thinks that we should be collaborating on something. And so that's when those introductions happen. Then we start looking at like, well, what time do we have? You know, what available time do we have? Are there specific dinners um, that are happening? I know I have a couple extra dinners um, this round for my 40 under 40, which is exciting. Um, Congratulations, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just in the nick of time right before I turned 40. So that was perfect. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we just start laying it out. And then we can start seeing if we have a full afternoon that we can go to a factory tour or we can, you know, really hit up a building. I know that one of um, one of the things that designers do is they kind of plan like what buildings they want to be in. Right. So IHFC is a huge building. And that's usually what I have heard. I'm not a designer, but what I have heard is kind of the rainy day building. Right. Where. It's not that it's a, a rainy day, like a mopey building. It's as in, this is the building that you go to if you have a rainy day at market, because you're going to be in there the entire day and you won't be out in the rain. Right, right. And, you know, market is broken up into neighborhoods. Uh, different from most markets that people attend, High Point really began as a series of separate manufacturers showing their goods back you know, in the early 1900s. And so instead of everything being in two or three buildings, there are lots and lots and lots of buildings, but they're all interconnected or interrelated in a way. IHFC itself, which stands for the International Home Furnishings Center, is kind of the hub, the, the sort of central, um, and everything else is, is a bit of a spoke around it. And so there are all kinds of opportunities to work through these what we call neighborhoods, where there are groups of buildings that are important to you. The thing you really want to do when you're planning your schedule is not run yourself ragged by scheduling yourself to, for, for example, to be over five blocks away over here, and then in an hour needing to be three blocks this way, and then right. I need to dash back here. So it, it is incumbent probably to talk to somebody who has done it before, or mm -hmm. there's a map, again, High Point Market Authority has a map on their website, and you can actually see where all the buildings are. So you can schedule yourself to kind of work around in and then the next day work in another little bit of an area. And then, of course, take care of yourself, get some rest, stay hydrated, wear the tennis shoes. I know one secret that a designer gave me when I first started going was to have a different pair of shoes for every single day, whether they're tennis shoes or not. Um, that's such a helpful tip because your feet just need to be taken care of. Um, also, just staying hydrated and eating, you know, like there is alcohol here and there at showrooms. People love that. I know there's certain places to get the best sangria or the best margarita or the best cocktail. And that's always um, kind of in the calendar on the map, if you will, um, as you plan your routes. But, um, you know, stay hydrated and there is there's great food. Universal always puts on a great um, breakfast and lunch. And um, I know that that's one of my favorites because they really focus on making it really healthy because I know that I need as much energy as possible while I'm there. So. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and the other thing is, do avail yourself of the occasional snack too. While you, you know you're expending energy, but you're also sort of expending adrenaline and and brain power and that sort of thing. The the buildings actually want you to avail yourself of one sitting down and taking care of yourself where you can, and all of these you know, hospitality kinds of things that they put out, they really do want you to take advantage of that. So, you know, spend a little bit of time doing that. And then, you know, another thing that I think designers sometimes are uncomfortable with is this idea of working the business side of right. market. And we could talk a little bit if you have a minute that we can oh, talk. Oh, I would love that. that. Yes, let's that. keep going. Because oftentimes they will say, oh, you know, my rep comes in to my studio and we do our business that way, or I buy from a design center. Well, both of those terrific, fabulous kinds of things. But if you really want to establish yourself as an important vendor to many of these manufacturers, you got to do it in high point. I'm just simply saying there's no other place. There are just connections that are made there that, you know, we have designers that's their first time to market. They go out with a crew of designers as their first time. They come back and like, I got to open an account and I got to open an account because I was with her. And then she said this and then I said this and now I'm, I have my own account, you know, and they're so excited. And it's like, for me, I didn't realize that was like, you know, such, such a big deal to, to have that access. Right. Um, with those relationships. Well, spoken like a true amazing businesswoman, one of the things that I'd love for you to talk a little bit about one of the biggest challenges that you've overcome, because you kind of told a story here that maybe um, alludes to the answer to that question. Oh, help me out here. Well, okay. So you, um, you had mentioned to me in a previous conversation that one of your biggest challenges was overcoming the misperception that for women in business, being nice is equivalent to being a pushover. I would love to learn a little bit more about that. So we're, let's switch off from high point a little bit. Let's talk about Dawn. Absolutely. Well, when I was coming up through the industry, there was this thinking that women had to act like men, which I always found to be I'm sorry, ridiculous. Well, that's interesting <laughs> because we just aren't. <laughs> yeah, no, we aren't. We have our own gifts and we have our own talents. And one of the things that is really core to me personally is that I want to be respectful of people. I want to treat them as if they are coming to me with a good and open heart. Um, you know, <laughs> obviously sometimes that doesn't happen, but um, I like to be genuinely nice and helpful and pleasant with people. You know, sometimes you have to, and and that to me is not the opposite of being steely. Mm -hmm. I think people who know me know that I am genuinely kind to people. I try to be genuinely kind unless you run over my foot with your truck. (laughs) I am going to try to be kind to you, but that does not mean that my core is soft, that I am right pliable or bushy or any of those things. And oh my goodness, for the longest kind of time, I was counseled to withhold that side of myself and to, to show the tough, the steely side. I had to be serious and I had to be all of those things. And I am 
so glad that the world has caught up with, you know, just where I want to be because it was, it was disingenuous to myself. And still to this day, there are some people who are like, you're just too nice. You're just too, you're just too kind for business. And I have to think to myself, well, these people have some other things at work there. They, they have some other ideas at play. Um, but yeah, it, it has taken a lot of years for people to realize that um, kind and respectful and generous is not the same thing as soft. Right. Well, you know, I remember a time when um, when I, I was really kind of going through a lot of stuff and someone called me a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you think I'm a powerhouse? And they're like, oh, girl, you're a powerhouse. And I'm like, immediately I, in the spot I was at at the time, I took that as like a negative thing. And I was like, oh my God, I'm a powerhouse. And then by the end of the day, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm a powerhouse. Like, let's use that word more often, you know? And because I think that sometimes the mold that we come out of as being, you know, people pleasers or trying to be gentle or whatever, it can come across as a negative way, but like, you can be kind and you can be gentle and you can be a beautiful human and you can still get a lot of shit done. Oh, absolutely. Power through and be a strong person. And, you know, I think especially um, as I coach our team and I'm like, Hey, just speak up. Let's go ask the question. What's, What's, what's so wrong in asking that I'll, you know, you can either get a yes or you can get a no, or you might get a maybe, and then we can work on what next, what question next, next, you know? And so as I mentor our team members that are younger um, or, you know, new in our field, um, it's been really fun to watch them just really kind of develop their own sense of powerhouse um, as they work on that. So I love that. Living in your own power actually, I think, brings you a sense of calm and confidence. So, you know, being a powerful woman and, you know, or or a gentleman in his power really, I think, is something that's very attractive. It's not arrogant. It's not pushy. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, It's a real sense of knowing who you are. And to the point about asking a question, the answer is always no unless you ask the question. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and even going into just kind of owning your power, you know, you have gone through so many different cycles of growth with Gail and I, both as individuals, as the business grows. And, you know, I was, there was a couple of years there that I just kept thinking that I needed to be Gail. And I, and at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm just not Gail. And then I was like, okay, well, tomorrow I'm going to try to be Gail in this way. And of course, I've learned so much from Gail, both in business and just the beautiful human that she is. But when I started realizing, like, I can be Gail's um, partner and co-founder and still be Aaron, like the way God made me, that is where I really found power um, inside of myself and really the confidence that was the confidence I was seeking for myself. And so I think sometimes, you know, even even when we go back to market and like who we show up at market, you know, it could be a little intimidating. And maybe you are that powerhouse and you're like, I just don't know how to do that. 
so I have a little quiet voice and I'm not sure what I'm going to do. And it's like, just show up and be you. And that's what everybody's going to love to meet. And the vendors are going to be excited about. And, you know, all of the people that put on High Point Market will be um, honoring that power that you have. So, well, you know, I truly believe, Erin, that if anyone who is listening, if they are in this business, they have passion, they have fire, even if it feels tamped down sometimes. And that passion and that fire means that you are a bad A going into it. You you have got it going on. So if you project, you know, quietly in in that attitude, that's fine. If you're big and bold and boisterous, that's that's fine too. But because you are doing this thing, you are awesome already. And you know, we need all the awesome that we can get in this world, professionally and personally. So I have to ask about your Rockette situation. Were you offered to be a Rockette at one point in time? Yeah, yeah. God, oh my goodness. That's my one sort of, damn, I wish I had actually accepted that job. Was it those legs that you had from walking around market in those heels? You know, I grew up as a dancer. Um, Absolutely loved it. I really thought that that was going to be my career at one point. And just before college, back in the day, Rockettes, um, there were two different troops of Rockettes. One was during the regular season. And then those um, sort of professional Rockettes, as as I always thought of them, got the summer off and there were summer replacements. And then here's the real trick. When the what I called the real Rockettes came back, they actually had to audition again against the summer ones. So it was became this real competitive. Oh, wow. Were you going to get your like job back? Cheerleaders. I was offered a position as a summer replacement. Um, and ultimately, my parents talked me out of it because they thought that I would get to New York and I would never end up going to college. And I was on the fast, you know, I had already been accepted to college and all of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe they were a little bit right, but I, all, I honestly look back and I wish that's oh, the one yeah. thing I wish I had tried. Well, I would have loved to have seen that. I remember, um, you know, seeing the Rockets like during the Macy's Day Parade. And I would be, you know, at the holidays, my grandfather would sit there and he loved watching the Rockettes and he would just look at me and I was little. <laughs> and then he's like, Aaron, I'm telling you, if you've got it, you got to flaunt it because these ladies, they have got it. And I'm like, okay, noted. And I'm like, <laughs> dance, grandpa, you know, like, but I always enjoy watching them. So what a great story. You are always full of, of such interesting Interesting stories. And I tell you what, some of the times I've laughed the hardest has been with you for sure. So same here. tell me a little bit about um, now that you've transitioned into becoming president of the Media Matters, you approaching your 43rd market, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, in 10 years, where do you think you'll be? What will you have accomplished? We always love to kind of think about the future self. Oh, you know, that is that is such an interesting question. Erin. And I have thought about that, certainly more so now than, you know, maybe just over time, because this is an opportunity for me to really see where I can go and what I can do with my world. And so there are a lot of things that I'm thinking about in terms of business. And 
honestly, I'm using a number of of the kinds of things that you teach um, your folks. I've been privy to sitting in on many of those or participating in some of those things. And I have taken away such good lessons from that. And so it's interesting in that you work with certain people, but your imprint stretches far and wide, even for companies like mine. And so you'll be seeing some of those imprints going forward. But also, you know, I am one of those people that I have to see the world. Um, It's like having a ton of clothes in your closet and only wearing six things if you don't ever get out and and see more and do more. So um, you'll find me probably working or messaging from all corners of the world before it's all said and done. And you know, really finding more about my power and doing what I can to uplift the rest of the industry. I feel like that's something that, you know, is incumbent upon me is to help bring up the, the folks who are coming up in the industry or who need a little extra help or who want to know what's going on. I haven't been in this industry all this time just to keep all that information to myself. I love that. Well, I certainly could use some help whenever I start planning some of those trips around the world that I've got in my future. So I know uh, it was funny the other day I was getting a headshot because we've talked about how I needed to get a fresh headshot. Mm -hmm. And uh, the guy goes, the photographer goes, close your eyes and just think of a place that you want to go and you're going to be relaxed and kids are there. I'm like, maybe your kids aren't there. Maybe they are there. Whatever's going to make you feel really relaxed. I'm like, okay, they're there, but they're playing in the water. And he goes, where are you at? And I go, I'm at the Maldives. <laughs> wow. Like, where did you come up with that? And I go, oh, my friend Don went to the Maldives. And let me tell you, it is at the top of my list. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I must be a closet travel agent because I absolutely <laughs> love planning those kinds of things and figuring oh, out and going on the spur of the moment. Oh my God, here's an opportunity to go. Let's go kind of thing. So anybody that wants to come, come along. <laughs> well, I certainly want to come along and I, I know I can't wait um, to really start kind of being in a phase of my life where I can start traveling a little bit more just outside of business. You know, business has blessed me with getting to go to some really amazing places and meet some amazing people. Um, But I definitely have a little adventurous side of my own that I need to explore a little bit and and get out to some of those Maldives beaches and Paris and all of the different places. So, Well, let me know. I'll meet you there. Well, Don, it has been so great getting to catch up with you. And I know I'm going to get to see you in a couple of weeks at market, which I just can't wait for our time together always. Um, But, you know, usually at the end of our podcast, we love to ask, Um, you know, what three things would you like to leave with our listeners that they can either take back to their life or take back to their business life um, that they could start implementing today? Sure. You know, I, I think that probably the three things that I would say is invest in yourself. Find a way to really give yourself the opportunity to grow both personally and professionally and and just do it. You know, sometimes we think of all the possible excuses or the can't do's or we'll do it later. Just do it, whether or not that's high point market or whether or not it's taking the plunge and, and, you know, hiring a coach or whether it's just going out and trying something different. As an entrepreneur, you have the ability to change anytime you want to change. So if it's not working, you can do something else, but just 
try it. And then I think the third thing is something that you and I talked about, Erin, and it's just being yourself. Live in your power, live the way you were meant to live, be the kind of business person that you're meant to be and value that and appreciate that. And, you know, really sort of say, I'm great just as I am. Thanks so much. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Well, thank you, Don. And I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. We appreciate your time and all of your experiences around High Point Market. And uh, I almost want to just show up off the plane with uh, pumps on or something just so you're like, Aaron, what are you? Hi, <laughs> Don, back, you know, 39 markets ago, tramping around here in my boats and my, and my high heels. So thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Thank you, Erin. It's been a pleasure. We can't wait to see you soon at High Point Market. Don has a wealth of information about the event. And so we know you at least had to have picked up one great nugget of information about your trip. Be sure to check out our events page for our High Point Market events. We'd love to see you there.